Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. We are back again for the second time this season. Uh, this is Mortgage Podcast. 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 My name's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good afternoon, evening, or morning. How are you, George? I'm good. I'm good. Feeling rejuvenated after your holidays? Yes. Come back from uh, West Wales. West Wales? Yeah. Nice. Watching dolphins. In, in West Wales? Yeah. yeah. Really? Bottlenose dolphins, yeah. In Newquay mm. in West Wales. Is Newquay in Wales? Newquay is a different place in Wales. Not, not the one in... Okay. In uh, Cornwall. Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not get into geography. <laughs> and John's here. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, I'm rejuvenated after my holiday as well. To, I was, in, I was in about to Tenerife. In Tenerife. But we'll come on to that Wee. soon, I'm sure. Uh, there's no Reese. Um, what? Pray tell. Where, where has Reese gone, George? Reese has retired. Uh, he's been retired. Well, no, he's, he's signed for a Chelsea podcast. No, he's been he signed. Hasn't. There's a transfer fee involved, which is undisclosed. He's not signed. Uh, he's retired due to lack of interest in West Ham. United. Because he is a Chelsea fan. He is a Chelsea fan and no longer a professional footballer. It all went downhill <laughs> when he met that girlfriend, you know. Oh. It's true. Can't say oh. that. He's changed. Can't say that. Oh. Right. Uh, he doesn't listen to this He anyway. doesn't listen. He'll never he's hear never this. listened to this podcast. And I don't think he's even in the fantasy league anymore either. So. No. That's it. North John. Cheerio, Reese. Uh, so let's start on the Arsenal game, shall we? Yeah, because we won. That was the first game of the season, uh, and no one was you expecting You said you predicted that. it. Uh, well, apparently, if you listen to the podcast, John got it bang on. Did he? Yeah. What did I say? Forever I the optimist. I'm back. What did you say? It was quite a while ago. We recorded. Well, if I got it bang on, on Sean, I'd say it was two 0 to us. Really? Yeah. Though that said, I thought you know I am forever the optimist. Yeah. I think I, I predicted a draw, but, um, well, who would have imagined a win? I can't remember what I predicted. I don't remember predicting but that. I, but before the game, I was saying, I reckon we can nick a winner. 
Uh, you did, you did. I did say that. And I was going, I'd, I'll accept a low-scoring defeat. And then, yeah, <laughs> then it turned into how many are we going to lose by? Yeah, no, I, I thought we'd lose. I didn't have great I think everyone, everyone did, to be honest. And Arsenal been bigged up so much before the season started and won the charity shield. Won the charity shield. Won the charity shield. And we'd obviously had the little run out in Europe and the Champions. disappointment in Europe. Uh, a little preview of the team. Um, and uh, and it's the unknown as well, isn't it? Out the window. Well, it was all the unknown. As, as soon as the team was announced and you saw Reece Oxford in a defensive midfield role, you go, oh, they've thrown in the towel then. I mean, that was a massive gamble for, for Billage it to, was. to throw him in. 16 years old in the Emirates Stadium. It, it was a gamble, but I'd imagine it was a calculated gamble. I don't think he, he would have... Got nothing to lose. Yeah, well, I guess so. But at the same time, he knows what he's all about. And he's obviously watched him long enough and thought he can do us a job in there. So. Can you answer me a question? I can try. I thought Reese Oxford was a centre-back. I think he's on paper, but I think he's also a defensive midfielder. But he seems to be played as a defensive midfielder more than a centre back. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it maybe, it, maybe it's because you know if you make a mistake, there's someone behind him. To well, that's that's it. I thought that maybe it's too risky to put a 16 year old in as a centre back, yeah, but perhaps. it's less risky to have him as a defensive midfielder. And also, it's about what we need as, at the same time. I mean, we've got four good centre backs now. Well, if you hear what um, British is saying about him, we're talking him up. He's got he's got. A lot of intelligence about his game, and he's got the flexibility about him to move around the team. I suppose yeah. he can do. He's a tall jobs. fucker as well. He's very That's tall. A bit, a bit strong, Sean. He's very I tall. Put though. explicit notice on this <laughs> now because of that <laughs> one comment. Six foot four, isn't he? He is quite tall. Yes, and he's taller than Winston Reid, anyway, as he said in his post-match interview. Who did? Winston Reid. <laughs> uh, so we won two 0 For anyone who didn't know, but everyone yeah. listening should know. And and just to get it clear, because I remember, okay. Uh, Tompkins was playing right back. He was. He was. And he'd done very well at right did back. Did a good job. Yeah. Better than Jenkinson did on Saturday. Yeah, yeah Jenkinson yeah. had a mare, but we'll come to that later. And Joey O'Brien, nowhere to be seen. Injured. Yeah? That's what they said. Picked up a knock. Uh, how about true? Kevin Nolan? Kevin Nolan. Well, he came on and done a good job, I thought, mm. against Arsenal. He, he hasn't uh, started, though, for two games. No, he hasn't. But, you know, he shouldn't. And if he can come on and do a job like he did against Arsenal, then let's keep him and keep him as a squad player. And no Amatatano. His days well, at West Ham are numbered. numbered yeah. well, that, that all happened whilst we were away on holiday, so I'm not really up to speed on that. But Discipline. Well, what I read while asked while asked away on holiday was that British pretty much said he did something that he didn't want to talk about, but he's had words with him in the office, and that's the end of that, is what he said, which I quite like, that sort of training approach. training with the kids, but do you know what? Today, the kids played, and Fatano didn't play. Yeah. Well, he's so not going to play with the kids, is he? Lanzini well, should, did. That's, that's, Lanzini did, and he hit the crossbar. Ooh. And uh, we still lost 2-1 to the baggies, though. Elliot Lee got a consolation goal from the under-21s. Still losing, though. This, I think this is their first league game, isn't it? I don't know. We got relegated, didn't we, last year? Did we? Yeah. Oh, it's going well, then. Yeah, going well in the under-21. Uh, so, just staying on the Arsenal match, yeah. uh, Kiate scored the first goal in the first half, Excellent. just before half-time. Yeah. Uh, great delivery from who ate all the paillets. As yeah, well, can I just them. raise <laughs> this? And I just want to raise this with George while we're on air. Go for it. George, when we were at the uh, European game, kept on uh, Payet all the time saying, who's 
eating all the pyets. No, I didn't. And you said he was chunky. He I, was fat. I, it was it was seventy minutes into the game, and they just equalised, and he just stopped running, and everyone around us. You did say, you did us say said, he was chunky. Well, he, he looks. It's because he's a big lad. He's not small. He does look. He does look. He, he does short look like stocky. he's carrying a bit of weight, doesn't he? He doesn't well, look like I didn't an athlete. Think so. He's got one assist and one goal. I came up with the amazing uh, nickname, Who Ate All The? Pyet. Because his last name is Pie. Yeah. some would say. So Who Ate All The Pie? Comical genius. Aren't I? Yeah. So, anyway. But he's the real deal. So he, 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 put a deal. Great, he put a great delivery into Kuyate. Peter mm. Cech came into no man's land and Kuyate beat him to it and Peter scored Czech, the first hey. goal. What is all that about? We shouldn't really talk about him because it's a West Ham podcast. Yeah, true. true. It's quite amusing. It was it? very funny. Very funny. Uh, and then Mauro Zarate scored a blinder in the second half. He won the he ball did. back, battled back for the ball that he'd lost previously from memory. Was Sam Allardyce wrong? I think he was, and I've said all along how much I've rated Mauro. Uh, While Mauro's getting a start and he's playing, I think he's happy. As soon as he gets on the bench, that's when you've got to watch him. Yeah, discipline. Is that kind of QPR. player? Is he? He is. Well, he walked. He went able when he was dropped at uh, Liverpool for QPR, and he got fined two weeks' wages. Remember? I do remember. So, but what goal? What a goal! I mean, again, Peter Cech probably at fault partly, but yeah, doesn't he got wrong footed? He, he don't take anything away it. from Zarai. Won the ball back, hit the hit it early, uh, banged it in. What a goal! We jumped up. We did. We were watching in a Irish bar, obviously, yeah. in Tenerife. Uh, just me, I think me and John were the only West Ham fans in there. A few Arsenal were knocking about. I was watching in my cottage in Wales. Were you? On a laptop, yeah. That's nice. We, uh, we, many a celebration had afterwards, Sean, thank you. We yeah, did. We had I had a, um, uh, What's those ciders? Recorder league. Yeah, it's the other one. Copperberg. I had a Copperberg. To celebrate. To celebrate, yeah. Did you? I did. That's nice. Strawberry and lime. <laughs> well, we went back to uh, the hotel we were staying at in Tenerife uh, in the knowledge that the, our family that we were with had met other West Ham fans. Uh, and John decided to go back to the pool that everyone was in <laughs> and say, does anyone here support West Ham? Drinks are on me. And everyone came into the bar. How much it cost you? Not a lot. Not a lot. There's only four or five of us. But he did. He kept to his word and bought the West Ham family. Massive. Which we should say hello yeah, to. So that's uh, Neil, Neil, Joe, Joe Nicky, Abby. Abby. Wow, and we just Yeah. Lee. We Lee. Hello, hello, guys. If you listen, a listenership by four, possibly. Did you give him the the uh, URL for the? I like the Facebook page on his phone. Ah, right, cool. There you go. Which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. podcast. So if you don't like it, go and like it. Mm. So then, anyway, we carried it's on. Great. We carried on late into the night, raising a glass. It was good. And wasn't it great to have the whinging gooners moan about? It was it? brilliant. I Arsenal TV. And one bloke was almost crying on Arsenal TV, fan TV, it's called. And they were going, oh. Is that the one with the bloke outside the ground? With yeah, the that's the one. Yeah. They were whinging and they were overreacting and calling for fingers head and, and saying, what a rubbish. People were ringing in. Yeah, oh, people were ringing into phoning saying that Wenger's got to go. And it's hilarious. 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 When's the last time we beat. Um, Arsenal away. We beat them. We were the first team to beat them, weren't we? 2007. 
Was that the last time we did? Last team at Highbury, first team at Emirates. Wrecked. And we'd not beaten them again since that time. Not. not I don't know. We, we beat them at home. home. Yeah, we've done them at home, I think. Yeah, no, first time we beat them away, yeah. Wow. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. It was Big nine moments. Weeks. It was, um, as I said, it wasn't even just one nil nick a win. It was a two nil solid but performance. But very enjoyable. Well. Yeah, well, we didn't celebrate till the 92nd minute, no, did we? We, we no. felt comfortable then. Um, <laughs> and I think at one point we were third in the league, in Champions League spot. Yeah, we would have been <laughs> after one game. Yeah. But that all came crashing down this it Saturday. It did. It was typical West Ham, isn't it? You know, and people were joking, saying, oh, we beat Arsenal, we'll probably lose against Leicester City. We did. We did. But before we get on to that, let's listen to what the new gaffer, oh, yeah. Slavin Bilic, had to say. So, Sean. Oh, I haven't really got this ready yet. You're going to have to, you're gonna have to use this as your first practice run if you haven't been um, practicing. We I haven't. You need to introduce what, what this is. Um... In your best Croatian accent. I can't do a... Cro- Perfect a preparation Cro- prevents what is piss Croatian? poor performance. What is Croatian? Yes, you know. It's another language. Yes, you know, this is what the gaffer has to say. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's going to have to do for now. Let's yeah. move Let's on. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Slavin, fantastic uh, Premier League start for you today. Brilliant performance. Yeah, it was a great... Uh, well, it is a great start for us to come here... Uh, against Arsenal, London Derby, first game of the season. They are they are one of the. They done a great pre-season. They beat Chelsea and uh, they were like totally up and everybody was raving about them. This is the season, and so to come there, uh, to come here at their soil, and and uh, take three points with a clean sheet, uh, with that kind of the performance, especially in the second half, uh, it is special. And, of course, I'm very proud of, uh, of the whole team and the whole club. I thought you managed the game very well. Once you got in front, you, you really dealt with Arsenal across the pitch. You always felt in control. You weren't really unduly troubled by them. Yeah, well, you can't... Uh, you can't I mean, there's no team in the world that's going to that's gonna, uh, make Arsenal or leave them without a chance, without... Uh, Shot on target or whatever, or without your keeper to have to save to make some some good saves. But, but we minimalize them. To be fair, uh, in the first half uh, we didn't deserve to be one up. I mean, zero zero would be fair, but they they were better. They were uh, hungrier. They, they were quicker. It was like we didn't believe in ourselves that. And to be fair, uh, we scored a great goal. We knew that we are going to have a chance from the set pieces that we are extremely good at and they don't have so many tall players. Okay, So at the halftime, although we were winning, my team talk was not, was not that positive and I was not that happy. I was happy with the results. Second half was a different class. In every aspect of the game, in both ways, defending uh, as a team, as a unit, uh, attacking with, uh, as a team, as a unit, keeping the ball, everything was there. So second half is a pattern. Uh, that we really deserved. That. You know, your last match in the Premier League for Everton, Reese Oxford was 12 days old when you played that 12, game. Yeah. 12 days. <laughs> Today he's playing against Arsenal. He did exceptionally well. Well, it is a, it was a risk and it is still going to be a risk. And I know what the reaction would be, but uh, we believed in him. I needed, uh, we needed someone to, no, not just to sit in front of the defence, but someone who is clever, 
someone who has a physical presence, someone who can jump uh, to have a center half, but also that can play football. Uh, and I want you to combine tonight, today's 90 minutes between him and Kevin Nolan. And they both done well. Uh, this is 16. I mean, it is his disadvantage that he's 16 because it's, uh, it puts also me in the position I like, I'm crazy to do it. Yeah. But he, but we spoke to him. I spoke to him. The staff spoke to him. The players spoke to him. And we all told him, like, like I told him, whatever you do wrong, it's my fault. It's not your fault. But he's, he's, uh, he's 16 on the paper. He's 16 on, in his head. Of course, he is, and still he has a long, long way, and we have to help him. But uh, he's quick. He's strong. He's got ability. He's reading the game. He's listening. He's there, and uh, he's, he's a cool guy. He, 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 ain't got, uh, he doesn't get a faced or impressed by big names or by whatever. Just it's our job now for him to stay on the earth totally and to manage uh, that kind of the pitch, which is going to be hard because of the media and all that, but we have to do it. Uh, uh, let's see what the gaffer has to say. That's better. Why didn't you do that last time? <laughs> I should have done. Gary's not back until late on Friday. Wouldn't That's be nice. We're recording, John. Oh. Hey, we're back hey. in the room. One, two, three, <laughs> back in the room. Uh, so we, we haven't would, prepared this podcast very well for the first one, have we? Let's well, be honest. Well, well when they say we haven't, we. you two never prepare anything. I haven't prepared well, That's not true, is it? I prepared the facilities true. again, once again. You're sitting in a nice, warm I've set it all area. up. Yeah. Well, you, we connected about five minutes ago. You're injured. I'm injured. Yeah. Do you want to mention you signed for a football team? Uh, yeah, I mean, some of some of you may have seen it because I know you gave it a push, Sean. But I've signed for a uh, Sunday league team this year, and I'm really injured. <laughs> even In training, he hasn't played a game yet. <laughs> it really sounds like he's signed for West Ham. So like Andy Carroll, don't I? Big name mm. signing. Back um, soon, by the way. Back for yeah, the I heard that. Yeah. Is he on the list? It's not, is he? No, but we're going to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's me. That's my story. So, so on to Saturday. Saturday, Which Leicester City. You didn't the attend. The Foxes. I was in you Wales. Didn't attend. Still. You're still in Wales. I, I living listened, it up in Newquay. I was travelling along the M4. Holiday Sean, they call him. I listened to the first half, courtesy of um, BBC London Radio. Online, right? They had the full commentary, and I got back for the second half to watch it. Streamed live to my television, no, my my Mac, Apple Mac. Well, we were there. It was a good atmosphere, wasn't it? Well, was Clarence Blue. What Clarence Blue did you wear? Theme match, Clarence Blue. But we, Let's um, first start with George. What Clarence Blue did I you didn't wear? I didn't know what that was on. Didn't know really? That was it was a lovely day. What Clarence Blue did you wear? It was very busy in the pub. What Clarence Blue did you Sun wear? Sun was shining. Sun was shining. The lager, yeah. the lager was, Beer flowing. was flowing. It was. Everyone came, everyone was like a party atmosphere. When you walked in there, when we, we walked in, it just says they were starting to play um, bubbles and they were throwing Clarence and Blue streamers. streamers everywhere, all coming off the stadium. And it was really buzzing for the first sort of 10 minutes. It was really lively. Well, and we until, they, until they scored, really. We did kind of huff and puff quite well and we looked like we were going to be decent enough. We hit the Can I just ask a question? Six just seconds. before you start, I was told there was a great big banner out the side and instead of Claret, it was Cerise Pink. I, I didn't, didn't see, see it, Banner. 
I was, uh, Nigel Khan, friend of the podcast, says he's going to send us a picture, which we'll put on the... We'll put on the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash Apparently it was the same colour as my podcast. shoes. You know, my Adidas. Your pink and blue shoes my that you claim are found with. Well, that they are pink. If that's the same... If yeah, that's the same colour, colour then, then it's yeah. pink. No, but to be fair, it was... There was but how did we line up? What what formation? It was very we were very optimistic. There's a lot of optimism knocking around, and everyone was in a party atmosphere. Yeah. And so Leicester bought a good was it few. a four? Because he he likes to play four at the back. Yeah. Yeah. Then he has two defensive midfielders. Yeah. Sort of. Sort then of. he has two wingers. Does he? Yeah. So he, he likes to play. Um, a four-two-three-one. Um. So he has he has one up front. He has two wingers with a creative player, which is going to be Payet. Two defensive midfielders, four at the back, and obviously a goal. So where does Zerati fit in? So he's he's classed as one of the the wingers. Wingers. Yeah. So usually it will be second really up wingers, front. To be honest, a pair of them, Zerati and Payet, were coming in a lot, coming inside a lot. But that's how Payet that's was out the, the left a lot. That's, that's how he he played. He always played. That kind of system with one up front, a creative mid, uh, creative playmaker in the middle, and then the the two defensive midfielders. Sacco didn't really get much of a look in. No, he didn't really get the ball. Especially, who? So Obiang came in, did he? Obiang came on for Oxford at halftime. Yeah. Well, they obviously did they Oxford start. Yeah. Yeah. First half. But they they um, basically missed the West Ham football over. Isn't yeah. Well, I didn't. The first half. Well, he's always on holiday, isn't he? He's, he's never going to Second half, see I watched, but I didn't. I didn't hear the team read out because I was driving. Well, five and a half hours back from. So I say we started well. We looked like everyone was going to be up for it. The atmosphere was good, and then they started coming to it a bit. And then they sort of scored the, you know, and it looked to me like a right spawny goal from our end. But when you've seen it on the replay, it was a good effort. And then and then for him to get back on it and head it in was like a decent play. It was bad defending. Bad defending. Um, Ogbono got done, didn't he? He missed yeah, the header. He missed, he missed is the header Ogbono for the first one. as good as I don't know, everyone was saying? Well, because he had a problem in the European. give him time. He's, you he's don't know, do you, games. It's only the second game, isn't it? You know? so they I'm not going to sit here and slag him off. No, I'm not going to sit he, here. He Tompkins didn't play, no? Tompkins didn't, didn't play. Jenkinson was very good. Jenkinson didn't have a very good game at all, no. But it's his first game back. Yeah, again. How was Cresswell? He was yeah, right. solid as ever. Really. Right. Didn't didn't nothing to write home about. So in the defensive midfield, Kiati and did Noble Oxford. play? And Oxford. Oxford. No, Noble didn't no, get a game. Noble played. Yeah. So I don't know. That throws so your theory out the window. Yeah. So um, o- Oxford got taken off at half time for Obiang Pedro, and, and he looked decent. Yeah, Pedro. he did. Broke play up well. He kept moving decent. forward. You know, we we just got they were in your faces. They had so much energy. They were in your faces. And people like Vardy is just a bloody nuisance as a striker. Yeah. And he I mean, they've done well. They just There's always one team, don't they, that overachieve yeah. in the early stages. They just outrun us and out, out sort of like... Down to the Tinker Man. I mean, we, we, we're going to talk about it in a minute. They only had 30% possession, but they had more chances on... Um, well, they had more desire. Us. They had more desire and more fight about them than our lot did. And I think Alok sort of came in on the crest of the wave of a li- little bit of a high. Yeah, you know, just like this is gonna we're gonna do well, this is gonna be easy sort of thing. And but you know, they come out as a different team in the second half. I mean obviously we let the second goal in and I mean their fans were giving it large, weren't they? Mm. 
And full credit, I mean, you, you would, wouldn't you? They were like, we're top of the league and easy, so they, easy. they took all 3,000, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, good support, to be fair. Well, you know what the problem is now? That West Ham, if they sell the full um, away allocation of 3,000, there are 26,000 season tickets holders this season, biggest there's ever been. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So you add that, that's 29,000. So there's only 6,000 seats available to sell each game now, which is why the first two games are sold out. Yep. Well, that should be, they should all be sold out this year, surely. There are over 25,000 members that get priority after that, so none will go on. You'd imagine that everything's going to be sold out this year, wouldn't you? For the last last yeah. year, Ticket Trader has come into twice. Has it's already it's on? It is already on, on for Bournemouth. Yeah. So anyway, they changed Oxford at the second half. Brought on Obiang. We looked better. We we came out with a bit more desire. They obviously, given a bit of a rocket, and they come out and for we had a ten or fifteen minute spell where after we scored the goal, we were. All over them. Yeah, I, I thought we, I thought we were going to win. To be fair, when we were playing <coughs> like that, I, I thought we were going to at least get the draw. But it just sort of petered out. To be honest, they defended well. I did, yeah, no, they, I, they I did, defended really well. I didn't see the incident where they said Schmeichel should have been sent off and we should have got a penalty. Well, I it was down it, our end. That was in front of us, and I think I think their defender pushed Sacco into the keeper, and the keeper just sort of like took him down. And I I would have. So that was a penalty, personally, from what I'd seen. And a sending off? Yeah, it should have been. It should have been. He was, yeah. he was the last man. I, but at the we, time, we didn't get it. At, you know, everyone went mental at the time. And it was, I was just before half-time, wasn't it? And I was, a bit, yeah. I was a bit like, oh. doesn't from my first impression wasn't that it was a penalty because Schmeichel done well to yeah, sort of did. Like did pull himself back. Did they get a penalty? No. No. So was there any penalty shouts in the first half? That Only that it. one. I don't know about no, for their end. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Then. But then obviously we had the... Can't uh, remember. The, the uh, little event with uh, Adrian, didn't he? When he went, went up to the, at the end. Breaking news. It's just been announced. We will appeal it. 
With, oh, are we? Yeah. So well, they said that earlier, didn't we? Talked been appealed. Uh, they, they looked at the video footage <coughs> um, and they've made a decision to appeal it. You see, I think it depends who looked at it, to be honest. I can't see it. I've, I've looked at it since. And although you can say there's no intent and you can see he's, he's looking at the ball, he's not looking at the player. No. His foot lands clearly in the stomach of Vardy. Yeah, but Vardy um, had his foot up as well. I've seen a, a still today where Vardy's got his foot up just as high. I, I'd be surprised if it gets rescinded. I will. I mean, there's a chance, but I'll get very We could surprised. be added another one, couldn't we? Don't yeah. I think that they won't. You know the problem, don't you? Yeah, Randolph. Darren Randolph. Yeah. Do you know how many, the last time he played against Bournemouth, how many he let in? No. Up, try and have a guess. Six. Seven. Eight. Eight is a magic number. Eight goals he's let in against. He doesn't look very... In uh, one game? Well, I don't know. It was just on uh, KUMB today. Surely not. I don't know. Look it <laughs> up. It was on KUMB. Eight is a magic number. I read it on KUMB. He's not very... He doesn't sort of... Feel he hasn't impressed me, no. With his European campaign. But we'll wait and see, Sean. We will. Bring on Bournemouth. Yeah. So I've got another engagement, so I can't be with you, so I'm going to miss another game. So you're not coming? You're not, you're not, are you ever coming? You ever I will, I will. kick you off as well? Like well I want to keep the seat warm for the uh, Olympic Stadium. So we'll but I will go. To, come on, by the end of the season, it will be you not going, and I will be still there. Oh. And, and I just want to say, I went to the um, European games you didn't go to, so this I'm is still, true. still slightly ahead of you. I still stick by my reasons for that. Yeah, I know. They were rubbish. No. So, you know. I'm not going to make any excuses. So, anyway, I came away from that game. I was disappointed, but not particularly disillusioned. I just... No, I was, I was, I was very disappointed. I mean, after the party atmosphere. Yeah, and it was a missed opportunity to get two wins on the bounce. I was very upset. I wasn't so crying. I was just upset. But we Possession was the thing we mentioned. wasn't that upset. West Ham had a massive 70% possession. Leicester City, 30, which proves, proves possession's not everything. West Ham had 10 shots, 3 on target. The Foxes had 11 shots with 6 on target. Nice. So, we put, that one, that, put, put that one to bed, bed, I reckon. Move on. Yep. On to Bournemouth on let's Saturday. Let's give them something yep. to work on and let's see what happens on let's Saturday. Let's have a look at Bournemouth tonight. Yeah. See what they're all about. Yeah. Uh, transfer. Transfer update. So, well, we haven't really... Well, we need two. There were two, who ate all two main targets. One, we still want a striker. We still want a midfielder. All right. We all know who the midfielder is going to be, don't we? Well, do we? Yeah. When's that happening, and why does it not it's happen? It's going to happen soon. Who's that? Huddleston? No. Alex Song. Are you serious? Are you being serious, then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Alex Song is still going to join us. I've seen us linked with Huddleston quite. I know you have, but it's not going to happen. We have looked at alternatives, but it's not going to happen. So Alex Song will join us. And when and why has it not happened? Uh, I think, if I'm honest with you, they're trying to leave it. They don't want to pay the money while he's injured. Yeah, yeah. How long is he out for? Um, probably another eight weeks, maybe. So, go on in, striker. Striker, um, y- um, Burak Yilmaz. Well, I've been told by a senior source, and we all know who we're talking about, 10% chance. 10% chance of that happening? Yeah. Even though the papers are saying it's a done deal. Remember, Raul Jimenez was supposed to be a done deal. Well, he didn't want to come, did he? Clearly. And he's, gone, he's going to Benfica, Benfica isn't he? Benfica, yeah. 
He's gone to Benfica. He's already gone, yeah. yeah. So he'd have sort of agreed with us, and then... But he didn't want to come. He, they, he, he was stalling, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just... Keeping his options open. So who else, Sean? Um, we've been linked again with uh, Charlie Austin, actually. Okay. So uh, Les Ferdinand came out today, he was on BBC uh, London Radio, and said, we've had two firm bids for Charlie Austin, but neither have made our um, Match valuation. valuation. Um, apparently Leicester City offered £12 million for him, and that was turned down. Um, at Newcastle are favourites to get him. Spurs are after him. Everton apparently after him. Uh, Bournemouth are after him, as well as... But as usual, we want him on the cheap. We don't want to pay four fifteen million. But someone who gets 18 goals in a crappy QPR team, isn't he worth 15 million if Benteke's worth 32 million? 32 and a half million. And he's English as well. You'd, you'd, you'd kind of think 15 mil just go in and do it, but you don't, you don't know, do you? you do you know, know what? what this is the other thing. How much do you think we've spent this... Well, if you start giving all that bollocks like you do about no, no, no. wages I mean, and I'm loan fees... No, no loan fees or anything. How much have we spent? We've what, spent transfer we've, fees? We've spent about 15 mil. 18. 18. How much do you reckon Newcastle has spent? No idea. It's like 35. Yeah, no, we, we never... We never <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are spending a lot more money than us this transfer win. Even the likes of... Crystal Palace and How Pal- much we Palace paid? have bought well. I like Palace's signings. Talking of that, did you see what Jack Sullivan tweeted yesterday? No. no. You know AU? Yeah. yeah. Um, he tweeted, someone was having a go, because you know he's got two in two games. He's supposed to have an attitude problem, something with his brother or something. I don't quite know. Anyway, he said, Jack Sullivan said yesterday, we offered AU 90 grand a week. But Swansea offered 120 grand a week. Wow. Swansea, who's been one of the most prudent financial teams in the Premier League, are offering AU 120 grand a week. I know it was a free transfer because he was out of contract, but that's stupid, isn't it? With someone like mm. AU. Do you know what? Well, Four someone, year deal, someone like AU who scored two goals in two games. Yeah, but that's 25 million quid in wages. Sorry, I had to do that. 25 million quid in wages over four years. That, that Swansea are going to have to pay. That's a lot of dough. Well, they probably won't, they, will they? If he scores yeah. goals for the first two years, they're probably selling for a profit. How old is he? There's ways and means. I don't know. There's a ways and means of running <coughs> this sort <coughs> of thing. doesn't matter how if he's scoring goals, someone will buy if him. You put, if you've got someone in and you're paying them the money, but they're scoring and doing well, the likes of Swansea, West Ham, mm. and people like that, we're, we're not going to keep these players. If Paye keeps playing like he's playing, he won't play with us. That's like a yeah. Well, apparently we want um, Hernandez still. Oh, that's just never going to happen. But well, they say that they will. They don't. He hasn't got any place in Man United anymore. But they want to. If is it's done, it will be done very late in the uh, transfer window, because they want to get their two targets first, and they want them in place before they release him. Um, But apart from that, I don't see where the striker is going to come from. I see Andy Carroll coming back soon, and I think. There's a whole big hoo-ha about Valencia, I'm sure you've heard about, because West Ham don't want him to have the operation. There's some uh, talk on whether what's the best for the player, should Who, he have the who's operation. Who's giving him the operation option? Well, he's got his own advisors, obviously, and West Ham are advising him through their own medical staff. And, and what's been said is there's a difference of opinion between his own advisors and, um, and West Ham medical staff. Right. 
West Ham medical staff are saying they don't need, he shouldn't need an operation, and his advisor saying. But at well, the end of the day, he's not an out-and-out striker anyway, is he? No. <coughs> so you know, we do need another striker. We do. Do I mean, need well, do we? Poacher. Though? Yes. No, sure. Do we? Well, well, do. But, but hang on, if Slaven Bilic plays with one up front, right, and you've got to keep it, how are you going to fit all of these strikers and keep them happy? He won't always play with one up front, will he? He won't every time we play a team. We, when we start, we start to perform. We're doing well. He won't always. Just you play think he'll play four four two? Well, yeah, I don't know how he'll play, but he doesn't. Have to, you don't have to play just one up front. No Can you see Sacco and um, Andy Carroll playing alongside each other? Yes. Good. Do you see Andy Carroll fitting in at all? Yeah, he's a different option, isn't he? We ain't got to play like that. That's why he gets injured. We're and how about, about Sacco? Last question: Because so he jumped so high. Sacco, how did he look on Saturday? Quiet, didn't get in the service. Well, that's, that's what I saw from them. And he should have scored. He scored, should have scored. He didn't uh, hit the keeper. It. Yeah, it, it just seems to have lost some of his touch that I don't he know. had he last was, season. He was, he was good at Arsenal, I thought. Chasing it down non Working stop. hard again. Yeah. Anyway, Olympic Stadium update. Well, What's the update, Sean? You were in a documentary the on BBC. Yeah, there was a BBC documentary, which is, in it. is on our Facebook group, and I was in it briefly. Are you proud of times. it, then? I think... I'm proud not proud of, of it. Proud of what you said and did. I'm yeah. not proud of it because I think I was misportrayed. I was uh, edited out. My 15 minutes got turned into 15 seconds, and it was a hatchet job from the beginning. The BBC wanted to say West Ham get the Olympic yeah. Stadium for free. Yeah, they were. Tr- it was, they were trying <coughs> to slag. Now West that Ham might off. be true, but what I've the analogy I've used is: look, we're the bidders here. We entered a fair auction. It's like going on eBay. And you see something for a penny. Just the end of the auction. Just like eBay. Right? You buy something, you win something for a penny. Like, I don't know, a big screen TV for a penny. And the seller goes, hang on a minute, that's not fair. That would be a bargain, wouldn't it? It's a bargain, right? It's a, I also said capitalism is all about supply and demand. There is no demand for the Olympic Stadium. No one else wants it. No one else can fill it. Spurs never wanted it. They wanted to get their own planning permission, their own money. Yeah, they used it as a bargain. They did. So there's no one else that can use it. So it was a, the, the demand was one. So we could bloody ask what we wanted. And the taxpayer should be bloody grateful of what we're doing for the Olympic Stadium so it's not a white elephant. And our name and our brand and that of the, Olymp- and the Premier League actually brings money. And yeah, long term... Over that 99 we years... Will, yeah, we're getting it for nothing. Okay, I agree with that. We're not paying any rent because policing is at least 400 million. Uh, sorry, uh, 400,000 a year. We're not paying for stewarding, which, by the way, has been outsourced to OCS. That's not been released before, but everyone's going to have to reapply for their jobs with OCS. So they've got, they're the people who, office cleaning services, who do Wembley and... So uh, if any uh, of uh, the current stewards listen to this podcast, you just found out you've No, they already job. know that, because they've all got the letters and they all know they've got oh, to right, apply. Okay. And by the way, also in the same ilk... Uh, they're losing their free food and pies and drinks. Face paint. And extra, um, they get extra uh, pay on, on bank holidays. And, uh, it's bank a shame holidays. you're not coming on Saturday, Sean, because they're doing face painting on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was a DJ and everything. Anyway, it's quite good. You haven't been for a while. You it's, should come. It's, it's a great <laughs> deal for West Ham. And in the end, the Olympics... Well, you the, say that. The, the taxpayer is a good deal for West Ham. Why you say that? Why? Go on then. Well, because in the long term, they will lose out on a lot of revenue that's generated no, by, they West, won't. by West Ham being in that stadium. A lot of the corp, the, the full value of the corporate, 
the full value of the food and the drink right. generated. Let me tell you, we all get, of that we money. get 10 to 20% of the profit of the catering and pouring rights. Okay. We get 100% of the corporate entertainment. We get a s up to 30% of the naming rights if we get okay. to 100 million pounds in naming rights. That's so an exclusive, by the way, here on the podcast. 30% of the naming rights. If so we if it was our ground, we would get 100% of the naming rights. We'd get 100% of the food and beverages. We'd get 100% of any time it's used for any other event. Right. If we, if Have it was we ever managed to sell the naming rights for the Upton Park bowling ground? No, but if we were building a new stadium, a 55,000 capacity stadium in London, you would do, wouldn't you? I don't know. You, you would, you know, but it, but when that gets used for concerts and it gets used for boxing matches and gets used for, that <sighs> money would be coming to our club. Do you know what? Right, I'm going to tell you something. What about now? Tottenham? They just aligned with an a, a, a NFL team. Right, I'm going to tell you something. NFL now. team. What David Goldstone has, has said, and he's the, the chief executive of LLDC. Which made me laugh. Goldstone. Goldstone. This is a mixture of whetstone and gold. Yeah. Has said that <laughs> it's never the plan to pay back the money it costs 702 million it costs to build and rebuild the stadium they just want to cover the running costs but so fair enough the bigger amount the 702 million it costs to build and rebuild will come from the billions that will be made redeveloping the wider olympic park they will still They've make sold money. it to so the the taxpayer will get several billions the over taxpayer the over the 99 year of our lease will get their money back yeah of course they will so it's not a problem storm and teacup politically motivated Charlton, I don't know what Charlton's problem is, and I spoke to the, the person who did the Freedom of Information today. But the big thing the documentary did show, and people gasped, is how far the seats are away from the pitch. And, and when they stood there, it was 20 metres away at the halfway line. So I think a few people were surprised about that. But if you haven't seen it, watch it. Watch the documentary. There's a whole documentary on it. Half an hour. Fill your boots. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll and see it. if you can watch me. I pop up about three times, say we need Champions League football and then defend Golden Sullivan. Uh, it's time for Facebook Twitter question time. Have we got any? Well, we do, but we don't have the jingle. And I'm pretty pretty sure you probably deleted it. All right. If you cleared one. Well, I can sing it. Go on, then. I'll Facebook do the Twitter question time. It's time for Facebook to do the question time. That's where we ask you, the listener, to talk to us, the podcasters, uh, on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast, or on Twitter, at more TGA podcast. Uh, Sean said on the Facebook group earlier, podcasting tonight, Sean, George and John back in the studio, happy to answer any questions or read out any profound statements on this season so far. Aaron Sean Watkins says, glad to have you guys back. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, was it wrong to drop Tom Okins? Are you worried on Randolph and happy Nolan hasn't started for two games, both a statement and a question? Um, Randolph, worried, glad Nolan isn't starting. And Tompkins, I don't I think, think it, it was wrong. I don't I think, think it was wrong. Jenkins is the first He's one. Right, this is right Billich place. Billich does not rate Tompkins. It's his rightful place, right right back. And you've got to put him in if he's going to play there for the rest it's of the good, season. It's good um, Tompkins can cover right back. It's proved, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dan Brazil says, I know the deal didn't go through, but what did you think of the potential shine, shining signing of Joey Barton? I just... I didn't mind it. You didn't, did you? I don't see why anyone would mind what? it. He's a decent footballer. Yeah, <laughs> but attitude comes with if it. If he's on your team, it doesn't matter. 
He's a sort of player like, yeah, he's on You don't team. know the ins and outs, though. Is he, a defi- is he a divisive character in the dressing room? You don't know. The, the village, in the end, said it was a number. You know, a lot of people said it was fan pressure and Gold had said that he wouldn't sign in the past. It wasn't just fan pressure, was it? It wasn't. There was a number of factors. Uh, he also says, what are your views on the possible return of Rob Green? Has that been ruled? It's been ruled out. Because I know it's been in the papers and everything else, but our source at Clarence Hughes says... Uh-uh. Not right. even on the radar. Do you talk in sounds then? Uh-uh. Yeah, he don't talk in English. Dan Kitching says, "Are all of Slavin's shirts missing the top button?" Um, I do not know. Uh, where I have all Where have all Julian's razors gone? I think he's he's saying that Julian Dix needs a shave. He's a smarten up the lad. He's, 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 he's being he's I tell you what, his head. He needs <laughs> he needs to learn a little bit about social media. I think he's getting a bit more social media savvy because he was answering lots of questions and he's going, I'm not answering these yeah, now. He's, on he media. is he is too active, isn't he? Almost. Yeah. Uh, is Zarati on a pay as you run into a blind alley contract? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he just I runs know. with the I ball. He I does he does take the ball a little bit too, too far. Long, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, he also says. Is it possible to sign a player without 12 days of protracted public negotiations? No, no, absolutely not. At West Ham, not, not that at is West absolutely Ham. impossible. Why is that, Sean? Because the club leaks like a bloody sieve. And why else is that? Is it because they like a deal? They want no. to get it on the cheap. Well, well we I do want like to get it, it on the cheap. Nothing wrong with trying to get the best deal possible. Never knowingly overpaid. Well, I have. Uh, can Sean Andy Carroll? He also example. says, "Can Sean say Ogbonna twice without making a mistake?" Ogbonna, Ogbonna. He can. Yay! Yay. Uh, actually, I haven't looked at Twitter. While we're saying that, um, we did announce uh, the Clarence yeah, Hugh interview. Is that next one? Though? Yeah, the next one. So we 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 are gonna, we've lined up a number of uh, former players. Um, and other people to talk the Clarence Few. I'll be quite honest with you, because I only came back over the weekend, I haven't got time, or I didn't have time. We were due to speak to... Can we announce who our, our first guest will be? Yeah. Well. So we, we spoke to Frankie Mack, uh, and he's going to be our first guest. Frank McAvenny, um, for those who don't know who Frankie yeah, Mack is. Yeah, and we were due to talk to him at half seven, but um, due to my... Um, Preparation. I hadn't quite got all well, the equipment. Well, let's hope so because it's seven thirty-two now, and you're not on the phone to him. So. I, I, I did get a text from Frankie saying, "Okay, of course you did." Oh, Frankie, Frankie, yeah, me and Frankie, like that. Frankie. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Uh, so we it. will do Frankie that's Mac uh, next week um, in the first Clarence Hugh interview. That's it for Facebook Twitter question time. So all that's left is predictions for Bournemouth two 0 West Ham three 0 West Ham. I'll be there. So will I. Three. One. <sighs> I think we can see the goal. No clean sheet. Yeah. Especially with Darren Randolph in goal. And his eight well, no, if number. we've appealed, of course, now... Oh, it, it gets stuck, doesn't it? It, it, gets, it gets held over now. Yeah. So Adrian will be able to take charge. So it'll be Randolph in charge for Liverpool away, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many... How many... Um, how long's the ban? Three games. Three matches. Three three yeah. I thought there was... We had some... Debate about this before, about do you remember when Adrian got banned before? And there is a. I guess not it, is, that would have been dangerous play. And that ah, you're right. Before it was when he came out in the area. Yeah, that would probably be. A and that was a one match ban. Three match red ban. Three match red um, ban for red. It was a one. 
that when he came out, yeah. Yeah, it was one. Yeah. But this was Dangerous Play, which is three. It will be. Yeah. That's it. Great. Thank you for listening to Morning's Podcast Podcast. Great to be so back. Second oh, yeah, one, but technically Sean, Sean won't be here. And I'll be here next Monday. Oh, you'll be here next Monday. Are you going to watch um, it? Are you going to make the effort to watch it? Or are you going to listen do. to it in a little bit? No, no. I will watch it. Watch a little bit on Twitter. Read a bit. No, I, w- I will watch it. And uh, Reese, just a message to Reese, wherever you are on the Chelsea Podcast. We love you, Reese, <laughs> And we miss you. <laughs> he never listens. He doesn't listen, doesn't matter. It's wasted. Uh, Thank you for listening to Modest Podcast. I've been George. Sean has been. Sean. John has been. Going to all the games. Oui. Well, not the, not the uh, Europa League one. In the Premier League. Thanks for listening. Oui. See you next week. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Come yeah. on, your irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.